What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jothlin Ars. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. I'm I'm curious. We haven't talked about it. I haven't been in the Street Corn Festival yet. How is it? Because I've heard mixed reviews so far. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I got some bias. We got the family ties to the Street Corn Festival. So, you know, I'm going to be biased. Say it's good. I will say the rides are a little bit lacking this year, but I'm not riding rides. Yeah, that, I mean, that'd be my thing. You know, it, it's Sunday while we're recording this. So if I go out there, it's going to be today, or not tomorrow either. So we'll see. We'll see if I pop out. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm not a big fan of fairs anymore. Like back in the day, the Street Corn Festival, that was a shit. But like now, I just. Yeah. I still think it's cool to go pop out, get a little something to eat, you know, walk around, people watch. The people watching there is elite. I took my beef reel the other day and it was me in line to get some food. And it was just the most beautiful picture. It just captured everything about the Supercorn Festival. You saw just some of the most like white trash people in line for food. And it was, it was a beautiful sight. It really was. Um, but yeah, it's a I decent mean, time. I feel like they are lacking a little bit. Some of the good food places aren't there anymore. Some of the rides aren't there anymore. So it's kind of, you know, I feel like not what it once was, but it's still, you know, a great thing for the community. It's really tough for me to make a public appearance in hopes to, you know, with the podcast going with stuff like that. And then, you know, being the for- former quarterback of the Hoops and Corn Drinkers, you know, it's it's like I just kind of get berated with all this attention and everything. It's, Hometown hero. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it is I mean, wild. The You know, the podcast helps, of course, and then, you know, that, that past influence as well. So, I mean, it's just – it's overwhelming almost anytime I make a public appearance in Hoops. And so it's just – I try to lay low and stay away from all that, honestly. Yeah, I feel you. I uh, walked with my sister in the parade. My sister was the festival chairman, like we talked about. So she had her little float in the parade. And uh, producer Dev also joined us in the parade. We walked alongside the float. We threw candy out to the kids. Some guy who was like, I'll say he was probably around 20, called me by name to throw him candy. And I was like, I don't know who you are. So he might be listening to the podcast. I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. (laughs) Hit me on the DMs because I want to know who you were because you knew me. I, I kind of want to know now. Yeah, I mean that's like I my have no age idea. group there. So I know. I feel like they were probably around your age. He just wanted some candy. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't end up making it to the parade. Or we obviously didn't do the parade. You know, they they had reached out to me, asked me to do my own flow. I I, <laughs> I politely declined. Respectfully. But yeah, obviously, Sweetcorn Festival, big weekend. I've been talking about it for a minute. I've been getting ready for the 5K run. And it finally happened yesterday. I did way better than I thought I was going to do. I feel like I'm not in like great running shape. And I still, you know, had a pretty good time. Got first in the age group with an asterisk. A guy who was in my age group, his mom signed him up on the day of the race real quick. And she accidentally put her age instead of his age. So he was a 59-year-old runner instead of a 21-year-old runner or however old he is. Um, So technically, I should have got second. But I have a trophy that says I got first place in the age group. So... I'll take it. But the one thing, I mean, I got to talk about on the podcast, you know, we talk music, my playlist. I think this might be the finest running playlist I've had in a minute. It was so perfect. I'm going to run you through this playlist and tell me what you think. To start, before the race, I was listening to a couple songs. Uh, I listened to Run This Town by Jay-Z with Rihanna and Kanye. I just love the Kanye feature on that. And I don't know, it was just... It was a mindset. I was like feeling it. And then I went, praise God. Those are my two songs I listened to before the race. Then to start the race, I listened to Trademark USA into Remember by Pop Smoke off the Nego project. Then we had Sanjuro by Denzel Curry. Then we had Rose Street by Vince Staples. Digits by Young Thug. And then this is where it turns. This song came on at exactly the two and a half kilometer point. So halfway through the race, can't tell me nothing by Kanye. That was a, I I got goosebumps in that moment. When I, when the beat dropped on, can't tell me nothing as I was like turning the corner. Oh, it was great. RIP Playboy Cardi. And then Family Ties by Baby Keen. That's a tough playlist. You know, I I really like the the two intro tracks there. I mean, praise God. That's, that's a really good one. So, I mean, that would have got me, my mood correct. And then, I mean, I, th- I feel like that all flows well as well. You're not getting too too many different things going on or anything. I I think listening to that, I could win a 5K as well. 
I know. I, I think it was perfect. It was really like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to focus on pacing myself. And I feel like the music is a big, you know, part of that. I could have come out hot to some like Chief Keef, some Uzi, some Chief Keef, something crazy. You know what I mean? Something super hard with the beats. But I feel like I've been going too fast. So with Trademark USA, you know, it goes hard, but it doesn't do too much. And I was able to keep a good pace and it all worked out. So uh, pretty successful weekend so far. There we go. That's what we like to hear. But I think with that being said, I think it's time to get into today's topic. We've been debating about how we wanted to do this episode, but we're going to do a tier list of some of the best rapper tweets. We just took a you know search on the internet, look for some rapper tweets, some iconic ones. And we're going to rank them on the tier list. So I think let's get started with the first one. It is a tweet from Playboy Cardi. 95% swag. I lost five for talking to you. Like a like a D tier, C tier for me. Like it's kind of funny, but I mean, kind of corny at the same time. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go D. Actually, I'm gonna solidify my D D tier. Okay. I'm fine with going D. It's nothing too crazy. It's like it is old school Twitter. Like it yeah. feels like 2011 Twitter, 2012 Twitter. That you know swag type era, and it was from 2011. So that makes sense. Uh, obviously, it now has like tens of thousands of retweets and likes like because it resurfaces like many of these tweets have yeah but i mean i don't know it was all right but i think I, we should talk about twitter in general how active on twitter are you like are you a big oh, i'm tweeter? very i'm i'm not a very big tweeter but i'm very active on twitter i'm the same way i tweet once a year two times a year i never tweet i'll retweet i'll like but i don't tweet but i read tweets too much probably i'm on twitter way too much but yeah i just love twitter and some of these rapper tweets iconic moments so i think definitely that, I mean, yeah no i mean we'll get into some we'll get into some of these uh, you'll, you'll know i mean but all right, i just want to talk about twitter a little bit our you know experiences so let's move on to the next one kanye west maybe i couldn't be skinny and tall but i'll settle for being the greatest artist of all time as a consolation such a kanye tweet here I, this is, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to overrate this. I'm kind of curious to see what your vibes are on some of these tweets, but I mean, this has got to be a solid A tier for me. I'm cool with A. I, yeah. I wouldn't go S on it. It's not. No. Yeah. I wouldn't go S, but at that level, but it is, it's pretty that, close. That's a tough ass tweet. It's good. It's hard. Kanye has a lot of good tweets, but I think this is an A. All right. So we got one from Vince Staples here. You know, you've mentioned one of the best personalities in rap. I agree with you there. The national anthem don't even slap. That's an S. That's an S. Yeah. It says so I, I, much without saying that many words. I mean, maybe the national anthem to everybody else, to all these other Americans, but my my national anthem is freestyle by a little baby. That's the only national anthem I'll stand for. So. I'm not mad at that. That's like <laughs> yesterday before the race, they were singing the national anthem. And I was listening to, you know, some Kanye. So that was my national. I mean, yeah, I would have been AirPods in. Shout out my label. That's me. You know, I just just going maybe just going nuts on the beat. So, yeah, I mean that kind of leads us to a bigger question though. Does the national anthem slap? No. Yeah, my national even, anthem slaps. There's not even any ad libs on it. Yeah. I, I so, think if Cardi I did it, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, if Cardi did the national anthem, I mean, that would be pretty wild if they redid the national anthem. Like same words but rap. Yeah, I. Maybe I don't. Maybe it can be revised one day. Uh, it's not up to us whatsoever, though. We have no. no I don't know whose decision that is. Whose decision would it be? The president? Like we as, yeah, we as Americans got to start a petition. <laughs> like we the people. That's hard. It might have to be us. Yeah, maybe we're the start. But all right, mm-hmm. we'll go S on that. I mean, that tweet is too hard. This is this is probably my favorite tweet ever. This one I'm about to read here. So we have from Kanye West. This is back in the, the Wyoming days. The um where his legendary twitter rants i mean but we have kim was trying to fly to wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like on the movie get out because i cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday that is probably my favorite tweet ever so does that Uh, mean you want to go s on it i i'm okay with going s on it but i thought we were just gonna go with these as a chain here um but that's an s tier for me i mean there's i would go a i think it's good by the years better 
I think that's solidified S for me. I I'll die on that hill. I know that you love it, so I'll, I'll move it up there. Like it is definitely pretty good. And this was like when Kanye would be running it up the tweets. Kanye, he's on the running it up on Instagram right now. He's just putting mm-hmm. everything out there. This I is miss- when he was putting everything on Twitter. Yeah, that diff- those times were different. Yeah, I'm cool with us, but I'm gonna for refrain- me personally. A bit yeah, more. yeah. All right, and then this is a legendary one as well. This is kind of what sparked the idea for us from Chief Keef. This, this is like a, they had an ongoing thing where uh, I what she was like, "Who is Chief Keef?" Or why am I listening to? Hate uh, being well, sober, I think. Yeah, on the radio or something. So then, um, Chief Keef tweeted, "That bitch, Katy Perry, can suck skin off my dick." This is an ass. Ass, uh, yeah. I- it's not I even mean, close. That's an elite tweet. There's so many just small details about tweets that can make it elite. If this was all caps, if it was all lowercase, if there was emojis, it'd be saying something totally different. But it says exactly what needs to be said. Exactly. And I, I love her response to it, where it's, uh, what she like? Uh, Mr. Keith, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you in any way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just love that she called him Mr. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely took a different approach there and then i mean uh another chief keef one that's just a classic is this thread with lady gaga he says at lady gaga i named a song after you last night with like the i don't know how to describe the emojis kind of like the sighing emoji and then the kissy face emoji and then lady gaga replies this is the best thanksgiving ever you look so hot in the instagram then chief keef says dm me with kissy emoji so i mean that's that's a W for Chief Keefe. That's a W for Mr. Keefe. But is it W on Second Avenue Pod? What are you giving this? I'm going B tier. I mean, we okay. can't have we can't stack up these A and S tiers too much. So I'm, I'm gonna go B tier. I agree. There's a lot of good tweets, and this is you know good but not it's great. Funny. It's funny, yeah. No, it's... yeah. A B is fine. Next one, we got Tyler the Creator. Somebody tweets at Tyler in 2011 and says, "Don't be too excited. You won't get one." Referring to the Grammys. <laughs> Tyler Creator says, I favored this nine years ago just for the moment to tell you I got one. Yes, I'm petty as hell. Good day, Mark. <laughs> what do you think about this? It's got to be like a B tier, A tier. Um, I think the nine years, really that resonating there and him remembering that. It's a good success story as well. Because, I mean, I think you say in 2011 that Tyler Creator is going to win multiple Grammys. 10 years from now, a lot of people are not going to agree with you. So, Yeah, I love committing to the bit and making that long-term investment that it's going to pay its dividends one day. And this was that. Like, he really set himself up for a a moment nine years later, and that's definitely great to see. But sticking with Tyler here, I mean, he's got so many good tweets. This is an iconic tweet. A lot of these are, but this one is different. Ha 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 ha! How the fuck is cyberbullying real? Ha 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 ha! Just walk away from the screen, like close your eyes. Ha ha! This is nest here. This, this is so nest. iconic. Yeah, this, this might is... be the best tweet Twitter has ever seen. Yeah, I mean, uh, if that's your one, there, I'm, and I think regardless is the nest here. Um, it's just, it's so funny. I mean, if you tweeted this today, you would get some heat. But oh yeah. 2012 i mean yeah that, i also love such like, an iconic tweet. like he tweeted at one in the morning like <laughs> i don't know one in the morning on new year's eve <laughs> like there's just there's levels to it there's layers to this tweet um there's another one less ha-has more ha-has it says something totally different it's different tones so many ha-has in this one he was really laughing there's a difference between LMAO, LOL, ha ha, and ha 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 ha. He was really laughing, I think, when he tweeted that. He thought that was oh, a banger. Yeah. He thought he got that, off. That, that was did. a banger. That was he a banger. He did get it off. Yeah. He didn't was, think it was a banger. That is a banger. Valid. Um, moving on, though, we have, I think Kanye sabotaged Drake on Thank Me Later. These beats are horrible. Tweeted by Macklemore. In 2010. That's only three years before he blew up, too, Macklemore. Yeah. I mean, who would have known that a couple years later he was going to be beating both of them at the Grammys? Tweet's still kind of ass, though, in my opinion. It's not a good tweet. It's nothing crazy. Like I'm, I'm like C or D. I'd be. Okay I'm fine with D. with D. 
it's just like a interesting tweet like that mac i don't know that like when nba players that are younger tweeted about yeah. nba players they watched growing up it's kind of like the same thing as like a rapper a young the, rapper tweeting about an older rapper the beats weren't before asked, they're though. in the game the beats were nice yeah so I, I don't agree with the tweet either that i think that's what brings it down more if it was a true tweet you know maybe we can bump it up a couple spots but We'll leave it right there in the D tier. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But sticking with the theme of rappers tweeting about other rappers before they're super popular, we have Machine Gun Kelly saying, is it me or is Wale the most average artist in the game right now? Like, he's so average that he sucks. I kind of like this tweet, honestly. (laughs) I mean... I disagree with the sentiment, but I kind of like the way he said it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I like like the, the approach there. Um, I I don't think Wale is the most average rapper. Um, I think Wale is very underrated. He's underrated. I used that's to how, love that, Wale. That's what I was gonna say. He's kind of under the radar, if anything. But I really like I really like the approach on the tweet there. So, where are you thinking on the tier list? A B, like B. I, I'd be all right with B tier. I think B. That has I mean, S to your potential with like the correct rapper. Yes. Wale is not average, especially then. Wale was killing the game in the early 2010s, Definitely. even late 2000s. Like Wale was really him. I loved Wale. So yeah, like I will not take any Wale slander. One of my favorite songs of all time, randomly. I meant to mention this like a long time ago when we were talking about Mr. Morale is Love Hate Thing by Wale featuring Sam Duke as Sam Duke is featured on Savior on uh, Mr. Merrill and the Big Steppers I was gonna be like oh yeah he's featured on one of my favorite songs and then we just got talking and I kind of forgot to mention it but that's like just really one of my favorite songs I just found you know when I was in high school or whatever Ambition yeah. that's that's another going with me Meat kills Meat kills that mm. feature it's just that's a it's a Philly boy I'll bring him I'm gonna try and continue to bring Meek Mill up in every episode now that I just brought him up last week so I love it but yeah, I mean, Wale has so many good songs. I specifically remember listening to Ambition like in the weight room in high school and like No, that's like a good like yeah. sports song, like getting ready yeah. for a sports game. Um Moving on though, we have someone asking Offset, "What is your favorite TV show?" And Offset replies with Call of Duty. I think this is an A. I'm all right with an A tier on this one. This it's- is such an interesting tweet. I don't it's think like, he meant I don't think he meant it to be that funny, but it, it's pretty. That's exactly it. Like I think the almost the he's like so naive to the fact that he said it. Like I don't think he knew what he was doing, but he really did something with that. He may have been off of 30 when he was tweeting that. <laughs> he might have, but yeah, I don't know. And it's like recent enough, you know. What I mean, it's only three years old, yeah. it's not like early Twitter. And he quoted the wrong tweet on accident. You know what I mean? Like, he knew what he was doing, I think. But he also didn't. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to stick to my sentiment there that he's off of 30 when he, when he tweeted that. I'm fine with that. That's I'm not okay. very wholesome. But I think we should move on to something that is more wholesome. Obviously, a lot of rappers also tweet, you know, about where they're at in their careers before they're big. And there's a couple here that we're going to get into that, you know, they are wholesome. The first one, Chance the Rapper says, Finna buy J. Cole album now. Hopefully he'll buy mine one day. It's a huge fucking W because you know J. Cole is bumping, you know, coloring book, acid rap. Oh yeah. And he was on the surf project. So yeah, I mean that's W for chance. Yeah, I think that's a good tweet. But you know, is it wholesome enough to put it at S or A? It's not funny enough, obviously. How are you feeling about that? I think when I look back at Twitter and, you know, these iconic moments that are on Twitter, I'm not going to think of this one, but it is a W. So for that, I'd go with B tier. I'm fine with that because when you look at, you know, old tweets resurfacing, the next one is definitely, you know, more of a banger and more memorable. So let's get into that one. It's J. Cole saying, yo, I got 502 followers. Probably not a lot for most of these other rappers, but I am thankful for each person who hit the follow. It's a W. This is an ass. Yeah. I mean, just for for the career he's had since then, this is treated in 09. So, I mean, shortly before he kind of started blowing up a little bit more even, and then now he's just, you know, this fucking mega star in rap. So, And, I mean, we'll talk about the levels that he's at later in the episode when we get to the news. But, yeah, obviously he's 
one of the biggest artists out one of the you know big three of this generation so pretty cool to see where he was at just you know 13 years ago definitely um for we got another kanye one here kanye is going to keep popping up because he is just he's a social media like king almost like he is going to have a lot of these moments for social media so uh we have kanye saying you can say anything as long as you put the right emoji next to it that's I think a very true truth. tweet. Yep. Yeah, there's some truth to this one. Emojis say so much without saying anything. I said that about, you know, just the way, about some of the other words and the phrases used in some of these other tweets. But I mean, obviously, there's little pictures, but they really are just the icing on the cake sometimes. No, definitely. Um, this is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I want to put this because it's not like super iconic, but it's super true. I'm, I'd be all right with like a B tier. I'm fine with B. It's, yeah, I'm not like personally a big emoji guy. Like I feel like I do, you know, here and there. And almost like I'm not like an ironic emoji guy. I'll drop just some 100 emojis. I'll drop, you know, smoke come out of the nose. And like, I don't really mean it. It's like the athlete tweets. You know what I mean? Like those were just so, such a big like meme type thing back in the day. And I just have taken it too far. It's become just like almost real now i think but i just use those as a joke purple devil i mean that's iconic flex there's so many good emojis out there the hive mind guys we always you know show some love to them but they dropped a video and it was like emoji tier list i think mm-hmm. oh that was fire i mean there's some great emojis out there and some of them have just you know no use some of them have so much use there's also a kanye tweet about like the lonely emojis it's not in this we're not gonna you know put on the tier list but I mean, there's also so much truth to that. There's some of these emojis that why do they even exist? Like yeah. some of these emojis, like I've never seen anybody use these, but yeah, you maybe can definitely one day, maybe one day we'll get into when we'll get into our like recent emojis or our most used ones. Maybe not as a full episode, a little segment, but yeah, maybe at the end of the episode. I honestly don't know what my like highest recent one would be, but we'll check it out. Moving on though, we have another Kanye tweet here. There would never be a Drake without a Kanye West. So, ne- so never come out your mouth with a threat. This is iconic. I do remember this happening. This is very iconic. This is back in the beef days. I think it's like an A. Like, I'm a, yeah, it's good, but it's not S. Um, and it's so much truth to it. Obviously, there was a lot of truth to the last one we talked about, but that was like almost more of like a joke. Like, but this is truth. Like. The Kanye influence is apparent with so many artists, but Drake especially. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just I like that. Tweet. I like that there. Yeah. All right. Next tweet. Earl Sweatshirt. Millie Rock. The depression out your body. This is a fucking banger tweet for me. I'm not sure <laughs> your thoughts on it, but this has got to be at least an A tier. I'm fine me. with an A. I thought it was pretty good. I think Earl has some of the best tweets. He's very funny. Vince Staples, who we'll get, we got to with the. uh national anthem tweet i think those two are two of my favorites i feel like earl's not that active on twitter anymore but when he was hilarious and i mean this is a banger all right the next one is kind of a setup and it's almost like kind of an asterisk because it's not necessarily a tweet by a rapper but it's a tweet about a rapper i've seen this tweet so many times that's a thing on twitter i mean people are just resurfacing the same tweet like months apart just to get a little bit of clout (laughs) like my favorite one is somebody tweeted the thing about like oh the best feature apple ever did and it's like when they give you the uh suggested code like when you get like a (laughs) yeah two-factor security thing or whatever Mm -hmm. and then people tweet that like once every three weeks it blows yeah it blows it always blows up yeah it blows up like once every three weeks people are probably tweeting that every day every minute right it's crazy but anyway one that i've seen tweeted different times is earl sweatshirt once said if you still listen to Eminem, you drink way too much Mountain Dew and probably need to come home from the army. And that is a bar. I mean, that's so hard. He did not tweet this himself, but that tweet has been, you know, popular throughout the years. It's from an interview. And I mean, it all kind of goes back to when Eminem called Earl, Earl the hooded sweater or whatever his name is. And that was just the corniest thing I've ever heard. Um, So it was very warranted for Earl to clap back with that quote and then somebody to say it on twitter i mean it bang like that was an ass for me yeah i mean 
I'm not sure when this would have been from like the song exactly, but I know Eminem had his little run there. Where he just tried to go at all these rappers in the game and it just didn't work. He kind of took maybe like the J. Cole approach there where J. Cole was just going, but I mean, there was truth to what J. Cole was saying, you know, about some of these SoundCloud rappers, you know. Um, I don't know really where we'd rank this tweet, but it, it's a good moment. I like if we had the Earl tweet on there, that'd probably be an A tier. Okay, so we have this. This is from the Drake and Meek Mill beef. This is kind of like when I got like, I feel like so there's so many stages to Twitter. So I mean, at first you're, you don't really understand it. And then you start using it a lot more. And then like one day you just come back and you're just fucking fully addicted. Can't get off the app. Um, but this is kind of like when I would, you know, it was rarely surface on Twitter. This is I was probably in seventh grade. And this is the Drake and uh, Meek Mill beef. So Meek Mill tweets out, stop comparing Drake to me too. He don't write his own raps. That's why he didn't tweet my album out because we found out. Yeah, that's a good tweet. I mean, this is is obviously like the start of a very big moment. And I think both of our, you know, rap listening lives. So I think for that reason, it's got to be maybe like a B. Like it's good. And it was a start of a moment. But it's not like the best tweet. I've yeah, ever seen. no, I, I, it's not like the tweet itself isn't you know too significant, but like the the after effect from it is very significant. And both their careers, both of our listening careers, you know. Yeah, obviously um, you get the whole beef. You get back to back. You get charged up. I mean, yeah. So the outcome is definitely a dub of the situation. Obviously, I, they're cool now, so that's good too. Uh, but yeah, as a tweet, it's just all right. This one, though, this one's pretty fire to me. I like this one. So we have Future, you know, obviously. Future's a lot of kids. There's a lot of baby mamas. I'm not going to read all of these. I'll read three or four of these. Paris, heart. Your mom deserve it. Happy Mother's Day, mommy. <laughs> My son, cash mother, dot, 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 real one, cut from a different cloth. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, baby K. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, C. Baby Future is life. Appreciate you. Thanks for holding my prints down, Britt. Your love for your kids is amazing, and I thank you. Staying on top of your business. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, India. Such a great mother and always putting the kids first. You keep me sane, and I'm forever grateful for you. Thank you. That's not all of them. I missed a couple, but they these are just all in succession as well. Like These are just back to back to back. No fucks given. Pretty funny. To me. This is another thing. It's all about the wording he words these just in such a funny way without being funny you know what i mean like he's not trying to be funny he's not really making jokes but just like baby future is life appreciates you like that's hilarious cut from a different cloth <laughs> like i also i just love that expression that's hilarious but uh yeah i think it's good i don't know what i'm thinking for a tier i would probably say like a b or an a I'm I'm with an A on this one. Okay. I, I think it fits perfectly in A. It's not an S tier, not a B tier. So, yeah, it, it is good, and it, you know, a lot of these are single tweets, and I think individually these tweets are you know pretty good, but as a whole, as a group, that's what makes them special. There's so many of them, and they're all great in their own way. Definitely. All right, next tweet, Lil Pump, stay in school, don't do drugs, S get it. It's just so funny that it ends in Etz, get it? Uh, it's all caps as well. It's just, it's from Lil Pump though. So I, it's like, it's really ironic, I guess. Um, I think he meant it to be funnier than it actually was, but I don't know. Where are you ringing this one at? I don't know. I, I think maybe like a B or a C. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think B just because he ended in S, get it? I, I, yeah, obviously without that, it's not the same. The S, get it is like, what makes it special like that is really the punctuation that it needs to be special and so i think b is fair um yeah s is hilarious i love Lil pump just dropping s especially like back in the day yeah no back Something in the day you couldn't was... fucking walk through a high school hallway without hearing that like no i mean consistently this is different there's levels to these ad libs and these little quotables and s get it in its prime different we have a soldier boy tweet here. I feel like I could have found a better one for this, but I've just really been watching family guy recently a, a lot more, you know, just if I have a show on in the background. So I just decided on this one, family guy, stupid, LOL, Peter dumb, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> this one's actually like really funny for whatever reason. 
it is yeah saying it out loud too or like hearing it out loud it's just, it's even more funny honestly it is way funnier to hear out loud than it is just to read it like when i read it, i was like no okay but when you said it i was like all right that's pretty funny i think the multiple lols is a great detail and also just like peter dumb lol that is funny family guy's not capitalized but peter's capitalized and he didn't say anybody is stupid. They're just family guy stupid, Peter dumb. Like not family guy is stupid. Peter is dumb. It was just I think the multiple LOLs bring it up a level as well. The LOLs is, is really that's great. almost like suit two separate tweets combined into one there. So. Exactly. It really should be two separate tweets. But yeah, it is good. It's a good tweet. I don't know what year I'm feeling. Um also I love, you know, it's just like tweeted in October. 11 o'clock at night just think about soldier boy just chilling at the crib watching some family guy and he's like you know what i show is stupid i'm gonna tweet about it definitely no yeah that's the uh i really like that you you know that you called out the the timestamp there you like he's just genuinely at home watching family guy tweeting this out so yeah what tier are you feeling here i'm right with a b I'm fine with that. C. Yeah, yeah. I think before you said it out loud, I was like, ah, you know, it was C like probably, yeah. That's... But like hearing it out loud, that really bumped it up, and the multiple LOLs makes it special. So yeah, I'm fine with B. All right, last tweet. We couldn't do a rapper tweet episode without talking about Lil B, the bass god. He says Kevin Durant will never win a title after he said Lil B is a whack rapper. The bass god's curse. Hashtag the bass god's curse on Durant. Lil I remember B. Lil B was he was cursing some NBA players. Like the Lil B curse was real. It I, definitely I still, was. Still is real for Katie because he's never won a real ring. Those rings don't count. Argue with the wall. Um, but uh, I feel like we could have a whole tier list of just Lil B tweets. Honestly, I know um, we had to get him in here. No, th- yeah, it was definitely needed. I don't know where I want to rank this, but I mean, it's still true to this day. Kevin Durant has never won a real ring. So I disagree with that statement. Um, I'm feeling like a like a b on this like it's good but it's not like extra funny i don't know it I'm is good though i like the all caps for the most part except for a little in little b that's the only thing that's not fully capitalized which is also just like a random detail um yeah i don't know little b wild i mean he follows so many people on twitter shout to little b he follows me on twitter i mean that's real that's love let's get him on uh, we might have to uh i did will say though i did mute his tweets because he really he does go crazy does a little bit too much and he's always retweeting feet pics or he was i don't know if he still is like i said i you know muted his tweets but he would just like have girls write lil b or the base god i can't yeah, on, one, yeah on their feet and he'd retweet all of them my timeline was just full of feet pics and yeah that's not what i got on twitter for i got on twitter for the funny tweets and the iconic tweets like we're talking about not feet pics so had to mute little b but also made me miss out on some iconic tweets probably so you know maybe maybe pros the and little, cons. maybe the little b tweet tier list is coming might have to i don't know we'll see little b and kanye i think those are two people that yeah le- they twitter deserve legends. to have them because there's so many kanye tweets that we could not fit in that we can the room full of mirrors you know yep that's, that's iconic. iconic waking up with a water bottle and now i'm responsible for this water bottle uh there's so many good ones i think we just like randomly talked about kanye tweets like quick in mm-hmm. one episode early on i don't remember exactly though but i know we talked about you talked about the get out one we talked about the water bottle we talked about these random ones but yeah i like this it was good to get you know just an assortment of tweets but there's some iconic moments in here so Definitely. I hope you guys like that little segment right there. No, yeah. Kanye, well, the get out ones, I'm like confidently saying that is my favorite tweet ever. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I should know what my favorite tweet ever is, but I just could not pick one. There's like so many, because like, it's not even just music Twitter, like NBA Twitter is different. That is like, like music Twitter, is, it's on this level here, but NBA Twitter is just, I've never seen anything like it. I, I don't know where they come up with this stuff. NBA like, Twitter is different. There's so much toxicity out there. Who came up with La Sperm? <laughs> like any le- whatever is 
LaMickey, a Disney. Like, who came up with these? A Disney is hilarious. I like a Disney better than LaMickey, definitely. But my favorite I, Anthony Davis nickname is definitely Street Clothes. When I heard Charles Barkley call Anthony Davis Street Clothes for the first time ever, I died. Like, that was maybe my favorite nickname like I, that I heard at the moment. Definitely. And I, I love that. I mean, NBA players are even active on Twitter as well. You got John Morant asking fans if they want to feel how hollows or if they want to know how hollows feel like these players that interact as well. That these was players different. John more than most, but yeah, maybe John's John Morant tweet. Yeah. John Morant tweet tearless coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's something people could do, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed that little segment, but let's move on to the news. We'll start with the releases as always. This week, we got projects from Pierre Bourne, Kenny Beats, and Ari Lennox. And we got some singles from Freddie Gibbs, Lil Baby, Yeet, K-Flock, Glorilla, Kylie Uchis, ESTG, and more. What have your thoughts been on these releases? So I've really only done the singles this week. You know, I had a busy Friday last night. Um, the Freddie Gibbs track, I liked it. The Lil Baby one, I also liked it. I'm very excited for the album, which we'll get into a little bit later. And then I forgot, like... I just, I wanted to mention this about ESTG. I just love how ESTG just raps about bricks of fentanyl. Like <laughs> it's so, it's not funny because, you know, fentanyl is a serious thing. Yeah. Like, like millions die on this shit. And he's just rapping about moving bricks of fentanyl. You know, like you got Pusha T, you know, bricks of Coke or, you know, these rappers, bricks of weed, whatever. But this dude is rapping about fentanyl. So I just, it's like not funny, but kind of funny. I'm going to be honest. I really have not heard much of his music. So I did not know that he made references to fentanyl. So you got to send me some songs. Cause I got to know what I'm, which ones I got to check out, but yeah, I want to hear this for sure. Yeah. I like some of these singles this week though. The Freddie Gibbs song was pretty good. I saw it get some hate online. I was like, mm, I thought it was decent. So uh, not my favorite song from Freddie, obviously, but yeah, the butcher fans song. are out though right now. I mean, yeah, pretty good song. Uh, I did listen to the Pierre Bourne project and the Kenny Beats project. I thought both those were fire. The Kenny Beats project was pretty cool, especially, you know, he's got a lot of, you know, pretty cool artists on it. He had JPEG Mafia, Vince Staples, Slow Tie, people like that. Just like briefly, like I feel like there wasn't, you know, a big presence from all these people, but they were, you know, quick verses. But the beats are obviously great. Kenny mm-hmm. does his thing. His first solo album, you know, he's got to come through with the fire production. And then, Pierre, I mean, Pierre is definitely underrated as a rapper. I feel like everybody gives Pierre his yeah. flowers for production, but his solo albums are very good. So if you have not checked out his album, definitely check it out. Definitely. Um, I haven't listened to it, but I mean, obviously, you know, with Kenny Beats and Pierre Bourne, it's going to be top tier production as well. So I mean, that's something that I need to listen to. Yes, sir. The Kenny one's really quick. So I'll definitely give that a listen for sure. Speaking on Freddie Gibbs, though, we got some news about his upcoming album. It will feature Pusha T, Rick Ross, Raekwon, Offset, Anderson Pack, James Blake, Sway Lee, Easy E, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and more. I this is a Benny, pretty stacked feature list right here. I hope Benny the Butcher's in the, and more. I think he cleared the beef. Um, no, that is a very stacked feature list. And you're getting, you know, legends in there Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's no joke. And then Easy E as well. And Raekwon, yeah. Yeah, right one as well. Um, yeah. You know, then you're mixing newer guys. Offset as well. I mean, very excited for this project. Um, I mean, really doesn't miss on this project. So, no, one of the most consistent artists out. The features I'm most excited for, I would say, Push T. Obviously, you know, he killed on Palm Olive back off of Bandana, um, but Anderson Pack also killed it on Bandana on Giannis. So I'm hoping that they can do something special on this track too. But James Blake, that's a very underrated artist. You know, he's very, very good. And I really like when he's used on rap tracks. So I think somebody, they're very different, him and Freddie. So I think mm-hmm. hearing them on a track, I mean. I think Sway Lee's another one who could have a crazy like hook for the song. So be interesting to see coming soon though. So Yeah, it's going to be fire. I'm, uh, you know very hopeful that we'll be talking about december again i i love getting my hopes up for these albums but i think this is one that yeah we do you know the back i feel like it's been a little bit slower we haven't had you know one of those albums that's just like fucking nuts so we need one we're due um we definitely are 
Moving on, though, we have J. Cole unveiled as a cover athlete for 2K23 Dreamer Edition. What are your thoughts on this? Well, obviously, selfishly, I'm a little bit mad because I already pre-ordered. So I'm like, ah, I want the J. Cole one, but also the J. Cole one's like standard, I think, so that you wouldn't get the VC and all that kind of stuff that you get with the Michael Jordan one, which I did get. I will say, I've I've said this before, if you get the $100 version of 2K once, you have to get it every time. Like, you just can't go back. And I got the $100 version when I got the new Xbox for the first time. And you just can't go back anymore. Like I, ha- I can't imagine grinding on my player the full way. Like, I, I gotta have a little head start at least. No, yeah, definitely. Like night one, I love just going in and just fucking, fucking on kids. I mean, two K is like something I get serious about. So, super excited for it. Like you said, I will not be buying or like you, you know, the the conflict there. I will not be buying it because it's not going to be a deluxe edition. If it was, I would go get a digital co- or a physical copy, whereas, you know, I just buy digital for every other game. So it's such a 21st century problem, but I really don't want a disc anymore. I really just yeah. want to have it on my Xbox. And yeah, the J. Cole one, apparently it's going to be a physical only at GameStop, which is obviously cool. I would love to have the J. Cole case and all that, but I don't really want a disc of the game. So I think Maybe- I'm going to stick with my MJ edition. Maybe I'll go buy one and just never open it. Maybe it'll be some worth something one day. Maybe. But I also saw, like, in all the tweets and all the promotion about it, they said, like, coming this fall, the game drops on Thursday. And then I was going to the GameStop website because I saw it was exclusive there. I was like, oh, yeah. let's check it out. I don't think it's even on there yet. This is Sunday. I don't think it's mm-hmm. on there yet. Yeah, I'm, it may be, like, an in-store release. I know they, they like doing that, so. Maybe. Shout out brick-and-mortar stores, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Next piece of news here. Lupe Fiasco gets his first platinum album of his career with The Cool. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, I th- it's well-deserved, though. Um, I think this isn't a hot take at all. Lupe may be the most underrated rapper ever. I don't think that's very hot of a take at all. Um, and it's definitely well-deserved that he's finally getting that platinum album. <clears throat> I agree. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened before. Obviously, he's not, like, super, super commercially successful but he is obviously very respected and i feel like you know accumulation of fans and streams over the years kind of surprising he hasn't already had a platinum and i'm kind of surprised it's not food and liquor yeah i mean even lasers could have i mean done platinum back in the day could have done numbers just off the show goes on so yeah. very surprising there but like i said very well deserved so yeah shout to lupe next news here the weekend cancels his show in la after losing his voice during the first song how would you feel Ugh. if you were in the crowd right now i'd be absolutely devastated of course you know um you know it's not a kid cutty situation where uh where it's not really the artist's fault there but um sucks obviously you know for all the people there luckily they were refunded but i'd be devastated leaving there and then to go on to twitter and find out that kanye was supposed to come out as a surprise guest i that would have been it for me i, I don't think i could yeah. live another day on this earth yeah, I feel like he's definitely going to do something special to make it up. He was obviously feeling very bad. You could tell in the videos. Yeah, no, it was like he was about to cry, like, understandably, though. Yeah, if I was a fan, I, it'd be tough. I mean, especially if you're there and you're not from L.A., uh, that'd be bad. Because, I mean, hypothetically, if he does reschedule it, you got to get to L.A. again. That's tough. You already had to pay for, you know, travel, food, whatever. Tough to do that twice. But, I mean... The refund obviously is nice, but I also think there is potential for him to do something very special, like bring out Drake or, you know, somebody yeah. huge to make it up for the fans when they re- are able to reschedule the show. Maybe actually bring out Kanye. Yeah. I mean, obviously the weekend's one of the biggest artists. He could bring out whoever he wants. And, and yeah, when in LA too, like nobody's, you know, I mean, everybody's in LA when you're yeah, rich and super famous. Convenient. So. Nothing crazy. Um, yeah, but obviously that would be very tough. More weekend news, though. He has a show coming out on HBO Max soon called The Idol. The soundtrack of the show will be produced by The Weeknd and Mike Dean. Are you going to check out this show? Are you going to listen to the soundtrack? What are your thoughts on this? I'm going to have to, you know. Um, you know, with HBO Max, you know, which is included in my AT&T plan, you know, I'll plug a little bit there, although we don't do it anymore. 
Um, if you need new iPhones coming out soon, if you need any of that, um, come stop <laughs> by the damn bull AT&T. We can get you taken care of. Um, no, but I'm very excited. And um, I mean, I just, I'm going to kind of get a gauge of this here. What is the best streaming platform? I, in my opinion, it's HBO Max. And I mean, I think this just strengthens it. I, I'm also team HBO Max. I currently have Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max. And obviously that starts to add up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, uh, I might have to just go in on one, all in on one. And I think if I was to do that, it'd be HBO Max, just because obviously it has all the classic HBO shows. Like I never had HBO growing up. So I never saw like the Sopranos. I didn't even see Game of Thrones until it was like over. And I still haven't seen everything. I'm just seeing a little bit here and there. Um, but shows like that, I feel like you could just spend so much time catching up on all these shows like The Wire even. Uh, yeah. And it has, you know, pretty good selection of newer stuff and movies, but yeah, yeah I mean, I you know, the they're TV coming series. Yeah. You know, they're coming correct with the movies. Um, but yeah, I just obviously, you know, I had nothing to do with that there, but good question though. Um, for that. So yeah, obviously I also got the newer shows, you got euphoria and all that. So very good. And one of my favorite shows of the year, the rehearsal with Nathan Fielder. If you haven't watched that, you got to watch the rehearsal. It's a, it's just different. I won't even say anything about it, but just I trust me. It, you gotta so. watch it. I think it's also just a very specific type of humor. I'm interested to see if you'll like it, but I want to see you watch it. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't have a show right now, so maybe I'll get into it a little bit. We'll it's get quick though. It's very quick. There's only like six episodes. Okay, and that's, yeah. that's it. The whole first season. We'll see if I got some dead time at work this week or something. Okay. Um, moving on though. The baby cancels show after fewer than 500 tickets sold for Smoothie King Center. Um, that's down in Louisiana, correct? New Orleans. Yeah, this is kind of wild. I mean, we were just talking about Autumn not selling very many tickets for his show. And now we see it again with the baby. I think this is like pretty just interesting news. I mean, the baby was huge. He was one of the biggest artists a couple of years back. Obviously, a lot of things have changed. <laughs> I feel like he might not be looked upon so kindly in the public eye, but he's still at that level where he's doing arena shows, and 500 tickets is crazy for somebody that, that crazy at his level. It's all right. I'll, I'll be at the baby set in New York. I'll watch him. Okay. So I'll be there, baby. If it's just me, I hope you jump in the crowd again, and I'll catch you. I was going to say, I saw baby back in 2020 right before COVID last concert. I went to before COVID day after my birthday in 2020 um, in Bloomington, which there's not that many rappers that come to Bloomington, but the baby came and there was a pretty good amount of people there. Um, and so it was just kind of crazy to put that in perspective that now he's only selling 500. Like he could, he sold, you know, 10,000, 8,000, whatever it was in Bloomington, Illinois. And he can't do, 500 in it must New be back Orleans. to school or something like that you know it must have class yeah um yeah tough to see definitely uh moving on though we have denzel curry r&b album will be called designed by angels it influences influenced by frank ocean's channel orange outcasts the love below and d'angelo's voodoo I think this is coming soon. Like not, not immediately in the next few months soon, but I think we will have this project by the end of next year. Like I agree hundred percent. I was thinking like in the next nine months, like yeah, I don't that's think by June next year would be crazy. I think we could get it. I mean, there's, it seems like there's more and more information coming up yeah, about this just like by how, every week, just by how much is coming out. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get we get an early like spring release next year. Early that's exactly spring. what I was thinking. Uh, I feel like that's like a perfect time for the album. Uh, you know, almost a year, around a year from Melt My Eyes to Your Future. And I just love seeing Denzel do something different. I'm very excited for this project. Like this might be one of the projects I'm most looking forward to that we know about that's been announced. So uh, yeah. I'm very excited. Obviously, these are three iconic classic R&B albums. So, I mean, if it is anything like these, I think these albums are also kind of different from each other, though. So, like, you know, a little Denzel's spin on all these is going to be awesome. I know it is. And Denzel doesn't miss. I mean, 
No, he doesn't. Another rapper who doesn't miss. So, um, moving on. Lil Baby's album will be titled It's Only Me, dropping October 14th. If you haven't seen this yet, the cover art on it is crazy. Um, Jonathan and I talked about it a little in the DM. I want to save our thoughts for the next album art tier list video. So we won't go too in-depth there, but crazy album art along with um, you know the single that dropped this week. I'm pretty excited for this album. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the album. I will save my opinion on the cover art. I also will save it because I don't know how I feel about it. Check yeah, it out I'm if still, you have I'm it. I'm still digesting it, you know? I think the next album art tier list is definitely going to come out like around the time of this because we have some episodes planned out. Um, but yeah, around the time the album comes out, expect album artwork tier list number two because I really loved the first episode of that. And then as we get more and more albums, obviously we got more and more albums we can talk about their artwork so and this is one that has to be on there and yeah. i don't know if it's going to be an s i don't know if it's going to be an f i don't know where it's going to be it could fall actually any i think i could i think i'm just going to wake up one day and decide my opinion on this album but that was not today so no nope, neither not neither for me uh i think maybe when i listen to the album for the first time that'll be when i yeah. decide so we'll see but it is interesting to say the least another album though that we are looking forward to Smino has confirmed that his album Love for Rent is on the way and probably dropping in October because he tweeted, can't wait to show y'all how much I've grown. Droptober, we tear it down. I'm ready. I need some new Smino. Sounds like October is shaping up to be a big month. Um, I'm with you there. Some new Smino would be nice. So something to be very excited for for both these projects. I love Smino. Smino's super underrated. I feel like I feel like he gets a lot of respect, but he's not like huge which is you know it's a pretty good place to be in i guess i remember i first got introduced to smino when he dropped black swan because chance retweeted it and i was you know a chance fanboy and so i was like oh i gotta listen to the album it was the day it dropped and i checked it out on twitter and checked him out on twitter he only had like a couple thousand followers and i was like who is this guy and then yeah sure enough i mean he's pretty big but i think this he's he's in a good area like if I was a rapper, I'd want to be in that area there versus being, you know, one of these huge artists that, you know, crazy expectations, crazy fans for both sides, whether they like you or don't like you. So, I mean, I'd, I'd honestly like to be in that space there if I was. I agree. Famous. You could definitely go to the grocery store still <laughs> in many places and not be bothered, but you can also sell out. Be respected by 2000 fucking... person shows. So, yeah, yeah, I think he's in a very good spot. Yeah, and you also have like the industry industry respect with a guy like Smino. So I mean, that is another huge thing there. Hundred percent. But I also think you know, with the right songs and the right albums, Smino could be huge. No, huge. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. But yeah, shout out to Smino. Yeah, I think that wraps up the episode. Though I mean, enjoyed this tier list. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed it. Hopefully, everybody has a chance to check out these projects that drop this week, these singles that drop because it was a pretty good week. It might not be super heavy with the names, but a lot of good music dropped this week. So my big one would be check out that Kenny beats project because it is special coming up next week though. We will have producer tag tier list. So, I mean, this will be a big one. Uh, you know, we just got done with one of the bigger producers, DJ Kyle, just dropping a project. So I kind of want to dissect some of the songs off there and you know, some of the tags and then uh, amongst others, there's so many iconic ones out there. So, We'll be done that next week for you guys. Um, But for now, I think that's it. Yes, sir. It's going to be a hit next week. So we'll see you guys next Monday. Peace. Peace.